Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Rob Schellenberger. I'm your host, Jamie, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. Each episode is a mini training where you'll learn how to achieve extraordinary success. Rob is a best-selling author, former F-16 fighter pilot, Air Force One advanced agent, world-renowned keynote speaker and corporate trainer who's trained Fortune 500 companies around the world, executive coach, father of four children, and the CEO of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, Mr. Rob Schallenberger. Okay, welcome to all our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. This is Rob Schallenberger. Excited to have you join us today for what I'm confident will be a podcast that can influence and change many lives in in a lot of different ways, and you'll see that as I introduce our guests. She is not only a close friend, as is her husband, uh, but we've actually partnered with them, and I'm excited to tell you about this partnership and and the impact that it will have, if not in your life, in your family's life, or someone, surely, who you know. So I want to introduce Dr. Trish Barris, who is a practicing clinician, really focusing on integrative medicine, wellness, addiction, anxiety, and depression. And Dr. Barris is an assistant professor at the University of Utah, where she helped create the nationally recognized Positive Psychology Certificate Program. Now, all of that is wonderful, and she has an incredible background, which she may uh, want to discuss here. Uh, What I'm really excited about is where she's going in the future and what she's doing with her husband. Uh, So her and her husband recently started a new company called Whole Health Recovery, which takes a completely new and unique approach to helping people overcome their addictions. So first of all, Trish, let me welcome you to the podcast and say that we're excited to have you here. Thank you, Rob. Excited to be here. And why don't, for the sake of our listeners, Trish, it's always nice to get just a little bit of your background. So why don't you just take uh, a couple of minutes, however long you feel like you need to share with our listeners, first of all, your background and how you got to this point, and then we can go from there. Okay. Um, I got my degree in educational psychology, and I'm a practicing clinician for 25 years. And um, a couple of things about why I got into this addiction um, program is, you know, after years of working with addictions, I realized we're doing something wrong because people relapse and the average of relapsing and going to recovery centers is seven times. That's seven times. That's a lot of money and time for a program that isn't effective. Um, And we have to realize that addiction becomes a brain disease. It isn't a moral failing and it can be helped. Uh, That's kind of why I got into this because I saw we aren't doing the right thing with these people. They're not recovering. They're not um, getting back to life and working and doing the things that they need to do in their life. So we started the whole health recovery recovery program. Um, Certainly people make the decision to take drugs or watch pornography or use alcohol at the beginning, but then they continue their use, which changes the brain so drastically that people literally lose control. So I teamed up with a medical doctor and we started Whole Health Recovery. We do a three-step program, which consists of um, step one is a restorative neurotransmitter amino acid therapy. But I realized, again, addiction becomes a disease and changes the brain. And without changing the brain back or restoring it back, then people just cannot overcome their addiction. 
And so when we do the neurotransmitter amino therapy, this restores the brain's transmitters. And then you can do the so therapy. With can we back up just a little bit, Trish? Because this is fabulous what you're getting into. And, and, <laughs> and I'm going to have you... I'm going to have you translate that to layman's terms for some of us that are uh, not quite on the same level as you are. <laughs> but if we back up okay. just a minute, if we back up just a minute before we get into the whole health, you touched on a couple of really okay. important things there that I just want to highlight, and that is, I, I at this point, there are probably very few people out there in the world who are not touched somehow by this addiction or by someone that, like you pointed out, it, it really is a disease, isn't it? I mean, it's something that. Uh, yeah, there's some initial choices that go into that. Yet once it gets into the brain, it really does alter the brain and, and it becomes a disease at that point. And it can tear pa- families apart. It can tear friendships apart. It, I mean, I was just talking with someone last week, a very successful friend of mine uh, who has a brother going through this and he has spent personally almost $180,000 trying to help his brother go through different programs still to no avail. You know, nothing has really changed for him. And so what we're talking about here is an epidemic that is becoming more visible to people. I, I have a close friend who was a professional who got addicted to painkillers and then some other things uh, that really had a huge impact on his family and his life. And so I think we all know someone who's been touched by this addiction and we know how many times they've been through these recovery programs and how much money's been spent and the time and energy that it's cost them. And so I just wanted to highlight, going back to what you said, that this is more than just an addiction. It, it, it can become a disease. And up to this point, there's probably a lot of people who feel like there's not much hope left for their family. I mean, they're just, they're at their wits end. They spent all the money they can spend. Nothing has been successful. And so at that point, I just wanted to highlight that. Let's back up now. And if you could introduce whole health, especially part one, which is okay. the amino, which is the amino acid treatment. I get so excited. <laughs> yeah, I get so excited about this that I go right into what we're doing. But you're absolutely right, and that's the reason why we did this, is because I got discouraged. And I thought, again, nothing is working. And as I'd watch my patients come in and out of, of recovery, they'd go to a recovery center, then they come back to therapy, and nothing was working for them because, yes, it becomes a brain disease. It changes the reward system in the brain. And that's why in my opinion, recovery centers usually don't work is because, again, the medical-assisted treatment isn't there. Yeah, and that's where part one of what you're doing comes into play, which is the amino acids. And actually, you know, in, in layman's terms, if I understood it correctly, it's, it's actually changing the, the chemical of the brain so that it eliminates that chemical addiction. Yes, the neurotransmitters are restored pre-addiction levels. And so explain how that works for our listeners, because this this will be completely new and foreign to most people. Yes, we have about five neurotransmitters in our brain. We have GABA, we have serotonin, we have acetylcholine, and then we have the dopamine transmitters. And I think there's one more too that I just missed. But anyway, so so those, those neurotransmitters are the things that um, they're the chemicals in our brain that make us feel good, um, that are cause you know us to feel um, if they're depleted, depression and anxiety result, or um, feelings of restlessness or boredom or whatever. All these neurotransmitters, and when when people do a, a, take a, a a chemical or they look at 
pornography or gaming or even eating disorders, it disrupts those neurotransmitters in the brain. And so what our program does is it restores those neurotransmitters so that um, people can feel whole again and they don't have the cravings. It's been amazing to me to watch because people who have been like you talked about, I mean, we just finished with a patient who had been on opioids for 20 years. Um, she, she became addicted after surgery and um, she'd been on for 20 years and tried numerous recovery centers, but she said something was just not right in my brain. So the first thing that we do is we put people on a 10-day uh, amino acid IV therapy where they are in our office for 10 days and they, it kind of flushes the brain out. It, it flushes the brain, so again, restores the brain. After about day four or five, it's amazing to watch. The, the person literally changes. Their looks change. Um, their thinking patterns change. And the fog that is in their brain because of the drugs or the addiction that they're involved in um, no longer has such a hold on them. And so we did with the protocol calls for this 10 day drip. And then after they're clear, after the brain is clear, then we do the psychological treatment program with them. Most recovery centers don't do that. They just detox the patient. And so they, they're detoxed, but their, their brain isn't restored. And until you get that process done, people just can't think properly. They just don't think properly. And so um, then we go into that, you know, that second step, which is the psychological treatment and continued medical management. That's the other thing that we do. We do a full blood work on people to make sure that they're healthy, um, that, you know, they don't have any hormone problems going on or they don't have any thyroid or adrenal gland problems because we have found that when people aren't healthy, they relapse a lot quicker. And then we do the step three, which is the um, the coaching, the becoming your best coaching program, and and helping people then get back to work. This is a quick, quick, um, not a quick, but a, you know, a faster, <laughs> because we want to get people back to work. We want to do 15 days of intensive, and then we want to coach them, and we want to get them back to work. Yeah, and so that's a great illustration of the process. You know, you mentioned the becoming your best coaching at the end. We've had numerous different people approach us about joint ventures or partnerships, and we've been very selective and careful in who we partner with. And when you and your husband sat down with us and talked about what you were doing, we were so impressed. Uh, this is one partnership we were thrilled to be a part of. And, you know, you talk about some of these things about helping someone develop a personal vision of what their life looks like now in the future and, and setting some of those goals and targets. You can't even have that conversation with someone who's in the middle of their addiction or in the middle of the, the disease. And that's why what you're describing is such a powerful process because it's not just a detox program. Uh, if I understood it correctly, you take the blood work first and then very customized right. approach. You have a 10-day prescribed drip system, an IV, uh, that they have that, if I understood it correctly, they have for most of the day that is very specific and customized to them based on their blood work, what the addiction is, uh, and then it's a very specific mix of amino acids that will physically break that chemical addiction by changing the neurotransmitters that you mentioned. 
Yes, it's it's basically a program that's eight hours a day for ten days that the amino acid drips are. And the interesting thing was, and everybody said, "Well, how come if this is so great, why hasn't it been out there?" Well, yeah, a few years ago, I went to a conference. It was a national conference where the director of the NIH program was there, and she said, "We've got to figure out treatment because we don't have it for addictions yet." And she says, "We're really exploring amino acids." And I, I perked up. I thought, wow, that's good. And then when I got uh, connected with Dr. Peterson and he talked about amino acids, I thought we're really on the right track. And then as we have been doing this and I watch people literally change and their brain become where you can talk to them because what, what addiction does, it actually shrinks the brain. It actually shrinks that part of the brain that's the logical reasoning part mm. of the brain. And so when you're trying to talk to someone who has an addiction, it's kind of like they're a lot of times they're not, you know, they they have they're all over the place. Their focus isn't there because that part of the brain isn't working. And so the amino acids help restore that part of the brain. Yeah. And that's fascinating. And you and brought up a great point, which is fog. which is why haven't other people been doing it. And it's relatively new. I mean, what you're doing is fairly cutting edge. And I remember just talking with Lee last week, you know, what's your long term vision and you two are hashing that out right now because this is so new and, and has such potential to have such a huge impact in this arena, in this field, uh, that the question is, how do you grow it and how do you, how do you manage this growth because right. the demand is going to be so high when people have these family members who they love and care about and really would you know, do whatever it takes to help them get off that, that drug addiction or pornography addiction or gaming or whatever the addiction is. Exactly. And, and, you know, the, the sad thing, too, is, I mean, people become desperate because, again, they've gone through treatment centers, many, many treatment centers, and spent a lot of money and nothing has ever worked. But then we can start working. And, and I want to emphasize, too, once we get the brain healed, then you can start talking about relationship problems. Then you can start talking about maybe trauma or abuse that's happened in the person's past or the things that really caused the addiction in the first place or caused the person to start drinking or caused the person to start doing drugs or whatever. Then you can start healing those relationships and that individual in a positive way. Um, I use, because I'm a positive psychologist, I use positive psychology and in working with people. I won't let them label themselves. I think that's a bad thing. When we label someone an addict, they'll always be an addict. And so we don't label. We, we label in a positive way. And, and again, look at the trauma or anything that is deep-seated there. And then we can work with that. You cannot work with that until the brain is clear. Uh, you hit on two good. I want to come back to just briefly that question because my wife and I were talking about that uh, a couple of days ago. What do you label someone? How do you do that? Well, we all label. We, I mean, it's not a, it's not an that. addict. You don't use the words addict. What do you use? No, mm -mm. I say you have an addiction problem, and so I and I say let's let's label you in a way that you would like to label yourself: a good father, or a good mother, or a good worker or a, just a good person in general, uh, in a positive way, how do you want to see yourself? And I know the BYB program talks about vision. What is your vision for yourself? Um, not as an addict, but something else. What is a positive vision for yourself? And, and now to come back to the other point that you hit, and thanks for clarifying what you meant by that, and that is, 
whoever is listening to this right now visualizes someone who they know who's going through some sort of, you know, chemical addiction or eating disorder or brain addiction of any kind, gaming, whatever it might be. And you think about that person, you probably in many cases can't even have the conversation with that person like you mentioned until the chemical part of it is solved. Uh, and I'm right. just thinking back to a close friend of mine and while he was in this addiction that he was in and I didn't even know it at the time, but I thought, man, something's just not right in his life. It looks like he's in a fog. And, and then sure enough, he was uh, addicted to painkillers at the time and has since broken free of that. Uh, but it's going to be a lifelong thing unless I'm hoping that he'll find out about this and try this detox to hopefully break even that chemical pull that he still feels at this point. And so, yeah, it, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I, I, and you're right. And, and, and once they break that, but the interesting thing to me, when, when people relapse because their chemicals aren't right in their brain and then, and, and, and really kind of in an elementary way, the dopamine floods the brain because of the chemical they're taking. And then, so the brain is efficient, gets rid of some of those neurotransmitters so that when they stop using the chemical, then they don't feel that that wellness. They don't feel that, um, not rush, but a, a feeling of well-being that dopamine gives them. So they get bored or they get restless or that's when the craving starts and they start using again. So we have to restore that balance in the brain. And once again, that is restored. Then you can start doing the psychological. And the interesting thing is, is all the people, and I shouldn't say all, a goodly percentage of the people that we have worked with have not relapsed. And we have one young man that has, you know, that we worked with. For, I mean, he was on every drug that you can imagine. His parents had spent thousands of dollars trying to get him re- rehabbed, sent him to the Mayo Clinic, sent him to some of these other places, and nothing ever worked for him. He, we put him on the drips for quite a while because he'd been on so many drugs. We put him on the drips, and he has been clean for over a year now. And and has no cravings, and we work with him, and we work with him again to get his him healthy and the other things that are going on in his life, then we can work with those. But it's, it's so interesting because there's no relapse because the cravings are just not there anymore. Yeah. The chemical, the chemical part of the addiction is gone. Yeah. Well, and hence the reason that, you know, there's going to be such a high demand for what you're doing and, and we need to manage that growth because if you can break that chemical addiction, man, that starts a whole new level of conversation around a program. That's why I love what the whole health recovery does. It has those three parts. Number one, it breaks the chemical part of the addiction, which is very disruptive as far as rehabilitation goes, because to my knowledge, I don't know anyone who has done that before. And then the second part is what you addressed, which is, you know, through the psychology part, addressing the real issue that got them there in the first place and any other things that may be going on in the brain. And then the third part is the BYB coaching, which is, you know what, now we are healed, at least the chemical addiction part is gone. We've addressed the real issues, and now how do you get life back? Uh, people coming out of prison, people that have been executives and then got into this addiction and it ruined their lives, how do you get back on track coming from that broken world? And, and it is possible, and that's why this is so exciting because it brings hope, not only back to the individual, but back to the family, back to the friends, and really and it, it can wrap around an entire community. 
You know, the one thing that I've noticed with people who have addiction, there's a huge shame component. And they really, they feel guilty because of what they've done to their family. But again, when they can't, when the brain has been short-circuited, it's almost like they've lost their will, that they cannot stop what they are doing. So they feel shame. They feel loss of hope. They feel those things. But when the brain restores, I've had people say to me, am I supposed to be this happy? Because they can't remember even being happy. They can't remember having even the emotions that, that are normal to have. And so it's so exciting to see them get those emotions back and be able to relate to family members and relate to other people in a positive way. But then they've lost their confidence, too, because they haven't been able to, to, to live life to the fullest for so many years. Um, and so then the BYB program showing them how to, you know, get back on track and to believe in themselves again and and even to how to even do some of these basic things like set goals and that sort of thing to me is way exciting because that's a piece that has not been there in recovery as well. Oh, it is. It We're thrilled with it. So let's say that there's some listeners out there who I know there are who have a family member, a friend, and they're thinking – you know, how do I get this ball rolling? How could I at least talk with you to see what the next steps might be? How do we go about even exploring this? What would they do? Well, they can go to our website, which is whrecovery.com, or they could call us at 801-691-2238. We will tell them about the program. We will do a psychological assessment on them. Um, and then we will bring them into our office if they want to proceed ahead. And we will do blood work on them. We will tell them, you know, some of the things that may be wrong. Um, a lot of times, again, there's low hormonal levels because of drug use. There's hor- low cortisol and or, um, adrenal problems. And so we do a free consultation with the doctor. Um, or a nurse practitioner um, over the phone and help them and get them started. And I and so for our listeners who are outside Utah, you're located in Utah as of now, and hopefully right. over the course of some upcoming years that the reach will expand via you know whatever growth model seems to be the best to to expand this. Uh, but for right now, we're in Utah, and it, and I'm just th- there's one thing that I wanted to bring up. Uh, that is very common among families, at least the people that I know that are going through this. And that is, they say, you know, so-and-so, whoever has the issue, doesn't have any desire to do this, and they don't want it. And if I understood correctly, this is one of the few programs that exist in the world where uh, there's still a strong possibility. Now, ultimately, they have to have some level of desire. I mean, if you have no desire at all, you know, that's one thing. But even a a seed or an inkling of desire... uh, that they could come in and go through the amino treatment, the drip treatment, and breaking that chemical addiction puts them in a whole new light where, you know, the seed may grow and they may have an entire shift because they're physically breaking that addiction and that getting out of that fog that they're trapped in, uh, which is one of the reasons that so many other programs don't work is because if they don't have a desire to be there, if they're not there for themselves and they're there for someone else, you know, they're just going to be closed and, and in a defensive position and it's like, you know, I just don't care what you're saying. <laughs> but if you can break exactly. that chemical addiction, it's a whole different conversation. Exactly. 
because again, they've lost hope because they've tried so many things and a lot of times and, and, and people become apathetic, but there has to be a little bit there. But I, I, a lot of our patients have come in and have been skeptical because again, they've gone through so many treatment centers and the but the medical assistant has never been there. And so they're a little skeptical that there's something that happens on day five or day six of the amino acid drips where the brain and, and, and people have described it. It's like the light went on. Something happened in their brain that clicked and, and they become a whole different person. And whether it's the aminos have really started that healing or the healing process is well on its way. And, and that's the part that, you know, changes at that point. And then it just, it just continues to the 10 days where they get stronger and stronger and more and more clear. Well, Trish, thanks so much for being... And the addictive thinking. Yeah. Yes. And Sorry. It, no, thank you so much for taking the time to be on this. I know there's someone out there who will be benefited from this podcast. We all know someone who's going through this at some degree or another, whether it's family or friend or neighbor, whoever it might be. So one more time, can you give them your website and your phone number? It is whrecovery.com and 801-691-2238. And we're excited to talk to you. We will give you, you know, um, ideas to help. If, if, if you're working with a family member and need to know what to say, we can help you with that. Um, I think once you hear our, what our program and some of the testimonials that people have said, you will be really excited because this can put balance and, and hope and healing back in your life and your loved one's life again. Well, and that's a huge deal. And that's exactly why we're doing this podcast, because if anything aligns with the spirit of becoming your best, you know, achieving our fullest potential, <laughs> this is such a key component of it, which, which yeah. you know, is stating the obvious. So we're so thankful that you took a few minutes to be with us, Trish. We're excited about this partnership, the future this holds and how we're confident it will bring light to many generations and families who, who right now could certainly use that hope and light. And so if you're listening, our hope is that you will call her. I mean, really, what do you have to lose by making that call? Uh, and see what impact it might have with your family member and explore the options that exist uh, and, and see what might work for you or your friend or someone who you might know. So again, thank you so much for being here, Trish. We're so grateful for our listeners, wherever you are in the world, and wish you a wonderful and fabulous week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. Don't forget you can find more great episodes of the podcast at becomingyourbest.com forward slash podcast, along with great show notes, a full transcript of the episode, and all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Please share your comments and questions with us. We want to hear from you. The best way you can show your appreciation for our podcast is to leave an honest rating and review on iTunes. Now it's time for you to take action and truly start becoming your best. Remember, good, better, best. Never let it rest until the good is better and the better is best. Mm -hmm.